off with your purchase of two pairs of Ariat jeans at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. Branded with quality, Shipton's Big R. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Sheridan County High School Rodeo Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. This is Patrick Sucker with Harker Mellinger, LLC. Since 1983, Harker Mellinger has been the leading accounting firm in Sheridan. We are here to help you succeed in your business and provide services which are customized to meet your financial needs and allow you to spend more time managing your business. Call today to see how we can provide you with cost-effective solutions. Harker Mellinger, 672-0785 in Sheridan. Hey Sheridan, it's Laura with your Main Street Project update. Where has the summer gone? With five months behind us and two to go, this project is in its last phase for the construction season. Main Street from Dow to Alger is open. Due to the construction associated with the remodel of the Katy Building, East Alger will remain closed to through traffic. West Alger is open. Main Street from Alger to Laux is now closed to traffic. The intersection of Laux Street remains open. As always, there's plenty of parking a short, heart healthy walk for Main Street. The Gould Street parking lot is a great option whether you're walking or driving, watch for detours and keep a watchful eye out for those pedestrians navigating their way to our fabulous downtown businesses. Pedestrians, as you're navigating the sidewalks through the closure area, watch for temporary water lines that cross the sidewalk, as well as occasional sidewalk detours where we are upgrading them to meet ADA requirements. Our next public meeting will be August 30th, 1.30, ERA Carroll Realty, second floor. Questions, comments, or concerns? Give me a call, 674-2356. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to get you going on your exterior painting projects. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Now's the time, too. We're excited to help you with your exterior painting and staining projects. We have true value in PPG paints and stains, many exciting options and color combinations for your outside project. Come see us. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now this morning I am joined by the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office School Resource Officer, Deputy Boot Hill and Under Sheriff Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Thanks morning. for having us. Now, I believe, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Deputy Hill, School District Number One has started classes on Monday. Correct. Uh, school District Number Two will begin on the 29th. Yep. And School District Number Three 
has been going for quite a while now, since the 14th. Yeah, they start a little early out there so they can get out early. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And so you know, I can remember uh, as a kid, my cousins always went to school before me, and I kind of laughed. But then all of a sudden, the end of the school year came, and they were out having fun, and I was still in the classroom. Yep. So it all comes back in the end. My yep. You've got to have X many days in the school in the seat, so it, it all boils out. Have you been out there? I haven't been out to Claremont yet this year. I, I look forward to getting out there, though. And uh, uh, so, correct me if I'm wrong, you returned to this position, right? I did. Last time I was here, I was just rolling into the detective's position. Um, what was it? You just you couldn't couldn't give it up? Well, a Apparently, I don't sit still well and, uh, <laughs> at the desk. I mean, who knew? Um, but for me, it was I did miss the kids and yeah. miss the community connections and, and being a part of that. And when the opportunity uh, presented, I couldn't wait to get back out and mm-hmm. be with kids and in the community and, and doing what I feel like is giving back and taking care of Sheridan County and the community. Yeah, I mean, your impact is, is so huge. I can remember that show. We were talking about uh, you leaving this position, and uh, you know I don't want to uh, poke anything, but uh, how, how, how the look on your face when you knew okay I'm going to walk away from this it was just it, it was powerful. It was a, it was a hard day for me to to walk away from the school. Um, I felt like I was leaving some people hanging, and and you know a lot a lot of great relationships that I had walked away from. So coming back has been great the kids seem to support me i mean 95 percent of them (laughs) (laughs) right right Um, but but the the feedback i've had coming back has been great and it it really just kind of reassured me that that was the right decision the right choice to make schools yeah Yeah. well i'll tell you what welcome back welcome back my friend it's great now i've i've spoken with uh, the police department the county commissioners regarding school safety and it is no different when you're driving out in the county folks kids will be at the bus stops waiting for their ride and uh, we're going to have kids running around in the morning uh, we will also have kids walking to school what should we keep in mind you know just those kids they're excited this first week of school um, they're they're more excited to see their friends than paying attention to cars so they don't always look they i see a lot of them run up and hit the crosswalk button and then just dart right out there so we we as drivers have to really be on our toes watching for these kiddos because the last thing they're thinking about is looking for cars they're you know excited to go to school and and see their friends and whatnot so we have to do our due diligence watching for the kiddos because um, they don't look for us all the time we're the grown-ups right Absolutely. i mean we're the grown-ups <laughs> yep. we got to acknowledge you see that group of kids just whenever you pass them i i always keep in mind one of them's going to dart out one of them's going to dart out you Absolutely. know until i get past them i keep thinking one of them's going to dart <laughs> right. out so and, and they're kind of like you know the deer on the borrow ditch if there's one there's more yeah, Watch out for them, just, <laughs> yeah. They'll run out there absolutely there if you see a group there's always that loose one he's out there somewhere he's he's the one who's going to dart out in front of you that you didn't see so make sure you're paying attention keep your head on a swivel folks now we talk about this at length um every year we talk about it in the and we're going to talk about it much more later on in the show uh but we get violators of this every year too it's something that uh i kind of feel you know if if i can contribute this is how i want to and that is talking at length about not passing stopped school buses. Right. It seems, you know, I don't, 
it just seems like something that would be very simple. You know, I, I talked to Commissioner Chair Haswell, and uh, it's it's one of those absolutely 100% preventable accidents that happens. We, we put stop signs on the side of the bus that have a big flashing light, you know. Um, we're, we're doing everything we can to keep those kids safe and, while they're getting on and off the bus. Um, and every year, unfortunately, we have to deal with, you know, violations of that. And, and um, it's, it's scary when those happen. So um, there again, the kids aren't paying attention. You know, they want to get on the bus, see their friends, or they want to get off the bus and go home and, and do what they do. So, you know, there again, we are the adults. We have to, to pay attention to that. And if you see those lights flashing, even if it's just yellow and it's slowing down, don't take the risk because those those kids are fast and it happens so quickly. So. And and I'm glad you brought that up too. You know, by the time those the yellow ones start flashing, yeah. you know, it's uh, you're already caught behind it. So just accept the fact and, and slow down and stop with them. Uh, it's just a better technique to use. Uh, schedules are going to be changing. People are going to be rushing around in the morning. Uh, I, my little girl's in college now, but I do remember at the beginning of the year, oh, man, we were always five minutes behind. Always. No, I felt like no matter how early I got everybody up, we were always five minutes behind. So uh, is there any, you guys have any tips on changing my schedule? Yeah, you know, we talked about this over the, um, I think, every show over the past uh you know, a couple of shows that, you know, with Dayton days and rodeo and stuff, just trying to plan ahead and watching your routes. And I mean, the same goes for this. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I wish I had a, a crystal ball that told me why, um, so many school bus, um, passings happen. But I mean, in my end, you know, Deputy Hill, I don't know if you would agree with me on this, but the majority of the time, the excuse that I would get when I, it's one of those, you know, uh, calls that say, Hey, a, a car has busted, uh, passed a school bus. Um, the excuse would generally be, well, I just wasn't paying attention. I was, yep. in, I didn't see the lights. Um, you know, I was in a rush trying to get to work, running behind. Um, as a as a father of a three year old little girl, <laughs> I, I do understand. And my if my wife was here, she could very much more attest to this in terms of just trying to get out of the house with a toddler is <laughs> difficult. It's, it's a job in itself, uh, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a saint for doing it almost every day. Um, but, you know, she also thinks about that because she has to make it across town, um, mm -hmm. you know, with our little girl and, and she has to plan ahead. And, it, you know, that's the biggest tip that I think we try to, to throw out there is I, I understand we're all trying to make it to work. I am, too, myself in the morning. But um, leaving yourself the extra time, and if and, you know, unfortunately, as much as that means not hitting the snooze button or <laughs> whatever oh, that may be. My wife which and I, I are also terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's 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 just what it takes. Um, and you just never know what it might mean an hour down the road. Yeah. You know, so you might be uh, um, saving yourself a conversation about passing a school bus or you might be um, just having a regular day and, and not having passed the school bus. Right. Exactly. So, yep. And I'll tell you what, you know, accidents like that are situations you can't take back. Right. You know, and, and yeah. it's life changing. Absolutely. If something bad happens. And, you know, one thing I want to point out is, you know, we all know it's illegal to text and drive, but. How Tell me the last time you, you drove anywhere in Sheridan and didn't see somebody on texting while you were driving somewhere. Um, this, this is not the time in the mornings and before and after school is just not the time. Put the phone down and, and pay attention to those kiddos, please. Yep. You know, Deputy, you're right. Uh, my wife and I were getting ready to pull out of a, an establishment earlier this week, and we saw two 
no two individuals in in the lineup at a, at a stop light and uh, as soon as they took off it wasn't when they were stopped mm-hmm. but we saw them pick those phones up as soon as the light turned green and they and they hit the gas and I'm like what the heck are you doing yeah. right. and, and that's all it takes is that that looking down for a minute and that you know little little fella or little girl running out there and you know trying to get across beat the light or yeah. whatever so it's it's just that momentary distraction and looking at text can be all that it takes to to have a really really bad day for a lot of people and you know at the end of the day that's what we're trying to avoid you know keep keep those kiddos safe from the time they leave your house to the time they get home that's that's what you know SROs do and law enforcement in general because it's not just me out there all our deputies are sitting in the school zones and and whatnot and I know the PD is too so um, we're just trying to take care of your kids while they're not with you yeah absolutely and it what's the old saying takes community right it does takes a community so as a community during these morning times maybe maybe looking at it differently maybe looking at it like it's ownership I'm helping to take care of the kids of this city, and so I'm going to put the phone down, or, or I'm going to pay a little more attention on my morning commute because I'm helping to take care of these Leave kids. Five minutes earlier, just th- those little things add up. All right, now uh, bicycle etiquette. Mm-hmm. This is this is another thing. Um, how often, Deputy Hill, are you talking to the kids about uh, you know? Because there is like a a, a, a probably a pretty good percentage of kids jump on the bikes yep. ride them to school every day i bet i counted 20 25 kiddos riding their bike this morning in ranchester to the elementary and middle school yeah um, when it's nice out those bike racks are full at the school and, and there's a good number of them that have to cross that highway you know that runs through ranchester so um and we do every year we go out and talk to those kiddos and we have a little bike safety rodeo as part of their PE class and and we remind them hey you guys need to ride on this side stay on the bike path stop before you cross the road hit the um, crosswalk flashers and and do that and surprisingly I would say 95% of them do exactly what we ask them oh fantastic yeah it's it but it's the time that that the teachers and and law enforcement spend with them and and expressing why that's so important and they really take to it and and, you know that's the kiddos ownership you know to use your word um they they have you know if they're old enough to ride the bike they're old enough to ride it responsibly and and Mm. they need a little checking because you know who doesn't we all do right right (laughs) so um we we do educate them and have them try and do the right thing um just like we ask drivers to do the right thing so and again you know when you're passing those big old bike clubs of kids you know uh, uh, keep that in your mind you know one's gonna fall or one's gonna dart out uh just kind of keep that in your mind as you're passing them by and and as you said deputy hill if you if you see one there's probably more somewhere exactly. that you're not seeing. Right. Yep. You just found right. the fast one. There's a couple more behind <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I really, I think that's fantastic, those uh, bicycle rodeos that you guys have out there as, as part of, like, your PE program. We, we've, uh, years ago, we got boxes and boxes of uh, bicycle helmets. We try and make sure the kiddos have bicycles. Um, Tongue River elementary and middle school do a bike to school uh close to the last day of school every year where every kid i mean 
almost every kid gets on their bike and we ride all the way down Main Street, start at one end of town and ride through town. Um, and it's it's great, but there again, we make sure they have their helmets. More, you know, It's hard to keep a couple hundred kids Mm-hmm. to the right as best as you can we, we right. do the best we can right? <laughs> yeah. yep. they, they know the expectations and the safety and, and we hold that to them just like we hold drivers you know we give them expectations yeah. and hold them to that so if everybody does their part then we're keeping the kids safe everyone does their part the system works right. absolutely right we all know yep. what a red light means we all know what the yellow light means and if everybody you know turns when they're supposed to turn and goes when they're supposed to go right. this thing seems to work it out does. all right yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and speaking of programs deputy hill did um we were talking earlier did you want to mention anything about alice while we oh that, that is that's something topics. you know we talk a lot about the school safety getting um kids to and from school but some i'd like to touch on it is for the parents is um i can't even tell you how many years eight nine years now we've been teaching the alice program for critical incidents that may happen at the school you know unfortunately we live in a, a time where those things happen way way more than we care to admit or the reality right. of yeah. our time is reality it? is it may happen but Sheridan County School Districts 1, 2, and 3 all have safety protocols for those kind of incidents. Um, all Sheridan area law enforcement trains on the ALICE, so we all know how we're going to respond. And it's a very, um, it, it flows well. So it doesn't matter who responds to the school. We know what the school, the kids, the staff is expected, what their roles are, and they know what we're going to do when we get there. So um, I, I say that because we don't talk to parents about it probably as much as we should but we are keeping your kids safe from the time they leave the house whether it's watching them in the school zone uh, walking or riding their bike to school following the school buses making sure people don't pass those and we're also keeping them safe while they're in the schools with the SROs and the safety protocols and and making sure that they know what to do if something bad did happen at school so that's that's, fantastic it's huge you know um, it's it's a puzzle and each one of these is a piece and if we put them all together we we have a very very good i think sheridan county's got some of the best safety your your kids are being taken care of wonderfully from more time they leave to the time they get home we're really trying to take care of all of them make sure everybody gets home in one piece with a smile on their face absolutely and and i i really do appreciate the the partnership between the sheriff's office the wyoming highway patrol and uh, the police department, everybody knows one system. Yeah. Everybody responds one way. Yeah. We're all one team. Absolutely. I really appreciate that about uh, about those agencies. On that, I gotta take a quick commercial break. We're gonna have more with our Sheridan County Sheriff's Office when we return. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Sheridan County High School Rodeo Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Rackleton's is now back for dinner on Monday nights. 
And attention all ladies looking for a fun night out with your girlfriends, come join us at Frackleton's Monday Evenings where ladies get happy hour prices all evening. Relax and unwind in our stylish and welcoming atmosphere and let our friendly staff take care of all your needs. Whether you're celebrating a special occasion or just catching up with friends, dinner at Frackleton's Mondays with our ladies' night is the perfect way to do it. Don't miss out. See you on Monday evenings at Frackleton's. You know that old saying that people that live in stone houses shouldn't throw glasses? Well, the same goes for the guy who swears at his 4 before because it don't run right. Handos. You heard me. Handos Service Center will take the cussing out of you and your 4 before's relationship. Bring that bad boy in and get it tuned up. Fixed up and accessorized so it gets you where you want to go and then back again. Don't bark up the wrong tree. Bark up the right tree. Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Hi, this is Elizabeth. And JT with EBA Hearing and Sound. Hearing well is living well, and we're here to help. Not only are we able to provide premier hearing aid technology with Bluetooth and AI, but we can address the environment in which you are hearing. Our sound consultation services tailor solutions to fit your needs. Whether at work, at church, or at home, if you're struggling to hear, we can help. Call EBA Hearing and Sound today, 674-8920. That's 674-8920. Hi, this is Christy Kinghorn with Buffalo Realty. And let's talk about 260 Tipperary Road, a horse owner's dream. 41 acres located off of Tipperary Road for easy access, great opportunity for ropers or horse lovers. Nice portable roping arena with roping chute, catch pen, and return alley. This arena is negotiable along with the fifth wheel. Property includes well, electricity, eight-saw barn. Call me, Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Hi, everybody. Trevor Jackson back with you as we get ready for football season. And we've got it all live for you on Friday night, the season opener of the Sheridan Bronx as they take on the Cheyenne Central Indians in the capital city. And we've got it all for you live. The first Federal Bank and Trust pregame show will start our broadcast at 530. We kick it at 6 o'clock on KWYO 1410 AM, 106.9 FM, and also our live video web stream at SheridanMedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. I am with Sheridan County Sheriff's Office Under Sheriff Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson and our school resource officer, Deputy Boot Hill. Now, there are a few end-of-summer events happening around Sheridan County. It's Summer's not over yet, folks, and this weekend is stacking up to be uh, a really eventful one. There's a lot happening around. I think you could probably attend an event somewhere in Sheridan every day uh, this weekend, starting tomorrow. Uh, right. We've got Story Days kicking off. Uh, what's going on up there? Yeah, so, you know, every year they do this, and there's always such a, 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 a list of events, and everything's great, but I try to break it down to <laughs> some of the ones that uh, um, I know everyone really likes to go to, like the parade. Um, and so, you know, actually starting tomorrow, they have events ranging all afternoon and there's a, a, a great flyer on their website at the storywyoming.org website. Um, and Saturday, again, events all day, but the parade lineup starts at nine and then the actual parade starts at 10. And I, for one, am definitely someone who enjoys a good parade so <laughs> right. I like to make sure we get that out there. Um, but like I say, the entire range of events is going on, um, and is up on their, on their website, on that flyer, they've got. Uh, you know, tomorrow they've got the Rick Geisler Band of Outlaws at 4.30. Uh, 
Um, Mick Johnson is at the Astoria Art Station on Saturday at 1.30. Uh, like, it's probably too many to sit here and list, but there's enough that you should definitely check out the website and see if there's something you want to attend down there because it is a great time. It really is. We've got a lot of folks who came in. I don't know Story really well. I've been up there for uh, to cover a couple meetings uh, among fire departments and, and whatnot. Uh, but I want to say, is there one or two accesses into Story itself? So there's there's really, really there's there's two. Um, you can come in off of Wagon Box, um, which is a dirt road over on the south southwest side, I guess. I mean, depending on which way the road is curving at the moment you're right. on it. <laughs> um, but uh, Fish Hatchery Road off of the highway as you're heading south, um, uh, south in, in, in off uh, 87. Um, you can get up through uh, Tunnel Hill and um, where the, uh, uh, what's the in there, the Tunnel Inn, right, um, yep. right there. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Tunnel Hill. But uh, you can get in on that way. But for the parade where they shut it down, uh, basically all of, um, all of uh, the road is shut from block to block, and you've got the whole parade and um, where the art station is, the women's club, all that stuff. Um, basically, that's your main area to, to be looking at for these events and stuff. So Now, I know you're not an organizer of this thing, um, uh, but is there places so folks can get their parking in um yeah you know i for the most part um folks do a great job it's it's pretty similar to dayton days yeah. where you're they're making making do where you can and parking on the side streets and trying to park where it makes the most sense um but just like the other events we've been talking about over the summer is make sure you're planning ahead so that if you want to get uh you know a, a decent spot and you're not parking too far down you might might want to get there earlier um but yeah for the most part i don't believe there's any designated parking necessarily no but not not parking lot wise but yeah you know it's kind of first come first serve along the the roadway there and yeah so, and yeah, folks, yeah. just make sure you're not uh, blocking anybody's uh, parking spot right. or driveways right. or things like that. Yep. We want to be yep. courteous when we're up there visiting Story. Uh, so make sure that you get up there early. Uh, make sure that uh, you're, you're not blocking someone's uh, inlet or outlet, uh, whether it be a road, a side road, or, or their driveway when you find a place to park. And uh, you can get up there. Sounds like there's going to be a lot of vendors up there. So if you get up there early, you're going to have plenty to look at, folks. You're going to have plenty to see before the parade. All right. Now, um, can you remember off the top of your head? This was just a quick question I had. And and you guys have done this uh, these types of events quite a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. What would you say was the uh, most frequent citation that you've had to issue during these types of large events? Yeah, you know it. I don't know your thoughts, Boot, but for me, um, it varies by event. It yes, seems like that's just what I was thinking. But yeah, you know, for rodeo, I remember seeing more generally MIPs, yep. um, minor possessions of alcohol. Uh, I don't, you know, kind of a, a, a party event. Yeah. Versus story days, yeah. um, which I don't know that I've really had a lot of problems up at story days. Maybe somebody overindulged, right. you know, on the second day or something, mm -hmm. but. Um, traffic or not traffic or parking complaints you know story yeah. story's got a lot of inlets outlets and, and some of those roads up there look like driveways right yeah right um people not knowing uh that they're or running late and block somebody's driveway right um but story right. seems to just kind of go pretty smooth yeah for us over the years yeah so, so yeah. one of the events you don't have to worry too much about right <laughs> like yeah. dating days yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. they yeah. It, it, they 
they kind of take care of themselves. It's just a, a slow paced kind of yeah. wind down to the summer event. A lot more mm-hmm. family oriented events, is. you know. I mean, and that's that's a good thing, you know. Oh, absolutely. To get folks out and, the music, yeah. the art, the scavenger hunt, you know. It's a it's yep. a neat little event to go up to and grab the kids and head up and just have a really good time. Right. Not have to worry about it. There's always plenty of shade up there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Born in a barn. Yeah. So, um, sorry. Let me get to my <laughs> notes here so I don't give you any wrong dates. Um, once again, born in a barn. Born in a barn is going on again. Uh, September fifteenth and sixteenth. Same place as usual. It's out on Fourteen East. Um, 415 U.S. 14 East. Uh, you know, I, I, I like to make sure we mention this every year just to be aware of the increased foot traffic, but mainly um, the vehicle traffic out there. Because when, you, when you're headed out that way, if you've ever been out there, you're familiar with 14 East and it's a two-lane highway. Um, and folks are trying to turn and get into those parking lots. And they do a great job. They really do. Um, they, they have it pre-planned. They've done it every year for I'm not sure how many years, but, um, you know, many. <laughs> many. Yeah. Um, and, and they do a great job getting folks in and getting them parked and all that. But just be aware that people are going to be trying to slow down and turn and get in there because there is a hill right before there, too, um, that might uh, um, throw you off a little bit. But um, lots of talented vendors. Um, You know, uh, last year, uh, I remember um, I, I had a better number to give last year but i know that on their website they've got it posted again that they welcome almost usually more than five thousand guests on wow. the ranch over Holy the weekend cow. yeah it's, i mean it's yeah and it's worth checking out it really is it's absolutely. it's it's amazing it's really cool stuff going on out there so that is a, that is an absolute event yeah, uh all right uh, we've got some more events to talk about but i'm getting the signal we got to take a quick commercial break when we come back we're going to continue with our sheridan county sheriff's office you're listening to public pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 fm share First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Sheridan County High School Rodeo Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment Member FDIC. In Bloom, a fundraiser for the Sheridan Community Land Trust, Saturday, September 9th at the Whitney Center for the Arts at Sheridan College. Our featured guest is Wyoming Migration Initiative co-founder, Dr. Matthew Kaufman. We'll have a live and silent auction, paddle raise, door prize, visionary circle, reception at 6, hors d'oeuvres and cocktails starting at 6.30. Help us preserve history, conserve local lands and ranches, and connect our community to the outdoors. Found on over to SheridanCLT.org. Hi, this is Colton Bates with the Bates team at Best, and school's now in session. Some of you may have screamed yay while others booed, but regardless, the books are back open. Like every year, you need to get your checklist ready up to do school supplies and events, and it's no different in real estate. If you are looking to buy or sell, here are some starter items. Who can I get pre-qualified with on a loan? Is my home show ready? How long do I need to get ready for showing appointments? Call these questions your back-to-school list of pencils, notebooks, and other school supplies. Get the full checklist of what it takes to buy or sell by calling the Bates team at 675-BEST and visit bestwy.net today. Proudly brokered by EXP. It's the captain here with Captain Clean. Professional carpet cleaning is our expertise. 
All of us clean our bed sheets and dirty clothes routinely, but why not our carpets? It's gross. Even if you take your shoes off, your carpets are always getting dirty. Just call the captain for your 100% free estimate or to schedule your next carpet cleaning. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable options for healthy living. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to get you going on your exterior painting projects. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Now's the time, too. We're excited to help you with your exterior painting and staining projects. We have true value in PPG paints and stains, many exciting options and color combinations for your outside project. Come see us. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. Welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guests this morning are the Sheridan County Sheriff's Office Under Sheriff, Lieutenant Devereaux Johnson, and our School Resource Officer, Deputy Boot Hill. All right, now we were talking about some events that are happening. We've got one more to cover here real quick, and this is the main event gravel grinder bike ride. Uh... Under Sheriff, you know, when it comes to these events, these gravel bike rides, I'm starting to see more of them uh, every year. They seem to be a pretty popular event. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's a good, obviously, a, a really great thing. And, and you know, um, I spoke about this last year a little bit as well. And for the most part, there's not a whole lot of changes that I could find. Um, and I unfortunately didn't get a chance to reach out to some of the sponsors of it um, prior to coming on the show. But if you're if you're interested in it um, and want to do some um, some research, you can go to the main that's M A N E eventsgravel.com and, and look at that. Um, but basically, it's going on Saturday, September 23rd. It once again follows the foothills north and east of Sheridan, um, beginning and ending in Wyarno. But uh, there's a 25, a 50, and an 80 mile route. Um, and obviously, as a law enforcement officer, I want to make sure that folks are aware of these routes so that they're trying to watch out for some of these bicycle riders and, and, and be aware that, you know, they're they're out riding, which is obviously something they enjoy to do. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't be out there doing right. it, right? But it's also for a good cause, you know. Um, you know, all of these events seem to be sponsored um, by lots of different businesses and um, which is also great, but there's there's generally some kind of cause that they're trying to raise money for, and this one's no different. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of history that goes into the main event, and you know, most of the time, um, I want to say a lot of these are re- related to uh, MS mm. and trying to raise money for yeah. it. And you know, I was just trying to look up a little bit more information real fast to make sure I got my 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 numbers right. Um, but uh, you know. At least since 2021, this uh, main event gravel grinder has been going on. And again, like you say, there's something new every every year, every month, something like that. Um, but when we're talking about something that's new, er, since 2021 at least, um, this is something that we should all be trying to support, even if yeah. we're not actually riding in it. And if that means that you're just trying to be aware of these bicycle riders and giving them the time and the space to do it, then that's what we should be doing. Absolutely. So, you know, Absolutely. Right. Again, uh, it's one of those uh, community-minded uh, right. situations, right? Right. All right. Now, we're going to move on to something that we have to talk about every single month. But according to the Federal Bureau of Investigation, Americans lost... 10.3 billion with a B 
dollars to online scams in 2022. Every time we warn of one, another one seems to pop up. What's the most recent scam that we've seen in our area? Yeah, and I think I say the same thing as well each time. You know, it's unfortunate we need to talk about this, but um, I made a note. I think it was a day or two after the the last show that I, I came across this, and it actually almost got me. Um, oh, and, wow. and so I set myself a reminder to make sure and bring this up because... I've, I've seen it before, but it was really convincing. Um, and so I was, I was on Facebook, um, and I was looking for, I'm, I'm always on marketplace, just looking for something. Trinkets, right? Yeah, exactly. You never know what um, you might need. Things I definitely <laughs> don't need in my house, but for some reason I feel like I do. So, um, I was on the, I was just on the marketplace and I was scrolling down. Um, and, uh, I came across this post that just said, you know, moving sale, um, you know, we're trying to get everything going, we're leaving, I don't remember the dates, um, but it was very well worded, and I had seen this scam before, but I've never seen, I just never seen it as, as, as well put together as I had on this one, um, and so they, they do a, a full listing, and, and there's lots of pictures on there that's showing, you know, television sets, washers and dryers, um, you know, uh, I can't um, remember exactly everything else. There was something else on there that I thought, wow, that, oh, it was a dirt bike. That's what it was. Um, and uh, so I, I I clicked on it, which just to look at the photos, and I'm looking through, I was like, wow, that, that actually does look like a pretty nice dirt bike for sale. I wonder what they're asking for that. Um, and so I start looking through a little more, and then I started noticing the things that I've seen in some of these other posts, that the pictures just don't line up. Um, you'll see a photo of a kitchen where they might have, have like a television on like a, on a on an island, and then in the background you would see the floor of the kitchen and where a floor a washer and dryer would be, but then they show pictures of the washer and dryer where they're posted, and it's obviously a very different home. Uh-huh. Um, like okay. very, it's it's so. It's if you if you haven't looked at it before, really look and pay attention to those um, because, it, like I say, it almost got me because I, I, I was I was interested. I was to the point where I was invested enough in this post that I was like, I wonder what they want for that dirt bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, as I started looking more of these pictures, I, I obviously, like I say, I determined, oh, okay, this is a scam. Um, and luckily there was people who were a little more in tune with that post than I had been and who had already posted on the comments, Hey, this is a scam. And I think that speaks a lot to our shared and upcycle Absolutely. folks as well. Um, that they I think folks are really trying to look out for each other and yeah, say, hey, helping each out. other this out. This is yeah. a scam. So just want to throw a shout out to those folks that take the time to put the comment on there to try and save everyone else some, some, uh, <laughs> some heartache, heartache yeah. um, because I won't lie that I was I was definitely disappointed when I saw. Oh yeah, it. I was like, oh, you, man. ready to get a new dirt bike? Right. Yeah, a <laughs> deal there. Um, but you know, I just wanted to throw that out there that look close at the photos. You know, and probably one of the big bigger things you're never pay a deposit or a hold price. Um, I, I've seen that a lot recently as well, and maybe not a lot, a lot, but enough that it rings a bell in my mind. Absolutely. Um, that you know, someone will post and say. Beware, this is a scam. I paid $25 or 250 you know, whatever it may be to hold this item. Um, and then just never heard from this person again when we were supposed to meet up. And, you know, I, I wanted to throw it out there as well that if you don't already try and request to meet in public places when you're doing buying stuff, mm-hmm. um, or even if you're just looking at, uh, at, uh, at, at an item you're interested in, take the time. And I understand you can't do that with like a washer and dryer set. And folks sell those all the time, and that's great. Um, but, you know, if, if, that's, if that's the case, maybe try and bring someone with you. 
Um, Don't I mean, go uh, alone. Yeah, right. you know, and it's not that we can't trust our community. It's just that sometimes a second set of eyes of, okay, hold on. We were told to meet at this home because we were going to look at this washer and dryer set, but the home looks like no one's here. Maybe there's something going on. Mm-hmm. You know, this, Maybe this is a scam. And they're like, oh, we weren't home, and so now we want you to pay a deposit price so we make sure we hold it and you can view it at a later time. Sometimes having that second set of eyes, just like I said in the comments of those people who are a little more astute than I <laughs> at that <laughs> moment when I was looking at that, at that post, um, just trying to look out for each other and yeah. take that time. Um, and I mentioned this on the last scam as well, is just trust your own information. If it's something that's too good to be true, it probably is. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I go back to that dirt bike again. You know, I, there was no price listed on that, but I was invested enough to where it says, hey, we're trying to move things, trying to get it sold, and there are those good deals out there. Um, but definitely on that, on that set of circumstances, I, I, who knows what they would have said if I'd have fallen for it a little bit more. But, uh, you know, like I say, trust your own information. If it seems like it's too good to be true, it probably is. And they're they're so. pretty good about this, too. I mean, they yeah. know, like, a dirt bike's going to move right, in right, Wyoming. Right. I yeah, mean, there's right. going to be some interest if I throw this up there. Right. And uh, now, when they ask for these deposits, these hold deposits, are they asking for payments and gift cards? or, or any, yeah, yeah, that's still very much so... Uh, uh, a, a real issue um or but a, it's also a cash app exactly yeah, cash like apps oh yeah those like are that. starting to enter right yeah. right it, it's funny he said that about the dirt bike because we've been looking for a dirt bike in our household as well lately yeah. and i've seen the one where you know hey there's somebody else interested but if you'll give me a 500 hundred dollar deposit we'll hold it for you I'm like, right mm, not happening not yeah, happening not yep. happening yeah. Just not worth it. Right. Not worth the risk. All right, folks, yeah. there you go. If it's too good to be true, unfortunately, it probably is Absolutely. too good to be true. All right, uh, we've got about 10 minutes left. Now, oh, one thing, I did have one more question before we move on. Have the larger box stores begun to work with law enforcement to prevent the purchase of uh, large amounts of gift cards? Uh, now, I did hear a story I can't remember where what the source was, but I want to say it was here in Sheridan that someone went in, an elderly woman went in to purchase a large amount of gift cards to because she didn't know she was being scammed right, and right, she wanted right. to pay this thing. And one of the employees at these larger box mm-hmm. stores said, wait a minute, yeah. hang on. What's going on? What's going on right. here? Exactly. Yeah. And and they prevented that from going any further. Yeah. If, I, if you're that employee, that. I, I, by yeah. the way, thank yeah. you very much. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Yeah. And it goes back to looking out for each other in our community, mm-hmm. especially, you know, they target these elderly folks because they don't, don't understand quite what's going on with the internet as well as the younger folks do mm-hmm. you know and, and i have seen a couple of times in shared an area where someone has called and said hey this lady just <coughs> came in and tried to buy three thousand dollars worth of gift cards right. wow, and, man. And, yep. and i've seen that more than once and i'm yeah. sure you have too yeah I, I i took one of those when i was still with the police department yeah. um I, I so people are those, responding yep. they're saying yep. look this yep. is a, i'm seeing a red flag yeah. right right maybe you want to talk to her yep. right and at the yep. end of the day that all they can do is encourage them to to look mm-hmm. into this more or contact the family and you know but but we need to do that for yeah. each other as a community I think so, too. Uh, you know, maybe sometimes grandma just wants to buy a bunch of gift cards right. at Christmas or whatever. That's fine. Right. But if they're saying, well, I got to do this to pay this individual, right. minute, maybe yeah. maybe yeah. call Deputy Boot Hill. Maybe call the undersheriff right. and have a conversation before Absolutely. you go through with this. Yeah. And and we talked about this a few shows ago where, you know, they might be they, they may have been convinced um, 
that you know the a specific example I used was that someone was calling and saying, "Hey, you have a warrant for your arrest. You need to go get these and pay this, or else a marshal, a U.S. marshal, is going to show up and arrest you," um, which obviously isn't the case. They're 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 scamming. Um, but you know, just on that note. You know, don't be don't be shocked that if you if you run into this, um, that the individual that you're that you're interacting with who thinks that they need to get these gift cards may not want to talk to you because they may have been so scared into doing this that they they might think, oh, my gosh, I was told not to tell anyone mm-hmm. or they're going to come and arrest me. Um so, you know, don't be offended if they're standoffish about it. Um, you know, the, the most you can do is try and make a call and try and give a suggestion. And, and ultimately, if law enforcement can get in contact, we will also try and do the same thing and, and, and try to show them what's going on. Because um, it's definitely easier to hear it from a police officer or a deputy or a highway patrolman that says, look, I, we can show you right here. There's no warrant for your arrest. Yeah. You know, this is this is definitely a scam. But because um, it, it, it is sad and it's it's definitely uh, an issue where you know folks are just you know it, it's kind of a, a fear tactic right of you say anything then you're you're going to get in more trouble or we're still going to arrest you and um, so just don't be don't be offended if folks are a little standoffish about it because they may be scared about it as well so. I, I think two red flags that you need to be aware of is number one if someone tells you don't tell anybody it's probably the first thing you need to do. And, yeah. and I talk to, uh-huh. to the kids at the school about that all the time when I talk in the safety, uh, the tech safety classes. If you're online and someone tells you, don't tell anybody about this, please go tell someone immediately. Right. Um, so that, that, that goes for us, too, as adults. If, if they're telling you not to do it, something's fishy. Yep. It's sketches on. And secondly, very, 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 very few people or legitimate businesses take gift cards mm. as payment yeah yeah or or uh cash apps as payment you know so those are two red flags if they're asking you to go get a gift card to pay for whatever nah, you might want to look into this contact us we would much rather look into it for you know 20 30 minutes and, and give you an answer than see you lose a bunch of money legitimate businesses want to be able to track finances right that's i mean it's part of being a business to track those finances exactly. so if someone's trying to hide those finances they're trying to hide it for Absolutely. a reason for a reason so uh and and you know if my general rule of thumb is this folks if you don't think something's legitimate hang up the phone and uh go ahead and give a ring out to our sheriff's office and uh, let them know what's going on uh the sheriff uh, levi dominguez under sheriff uh, devero we're keeping track of these scams as they come through and uh, so if you feel that you have fallen victim or a loved one has fallen victim even though we can't in many times unfortunately we can't get that money back Go ahead, give the sheriff's office a call. Let them know what's happened. Uh, they they are keeping track of this stuff. All right, I got about five minutes left, sir. Let's go ahead and touch on what I promised we would touch on. Thirty one dash five dash five zero seven. Right, which is meeting or passing a school bus. Um, and uh, you know, maybe maybe I think we've touched on it as well. That uh, you know, it's 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 not. Um, it's it's definitely a sad thing that this is something that we need to bring up every school year, but it is important that we do so just to make sure that the information is getting out there. And I think you said it best, Floyd, that you know if 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 the if it's kind of like the the main event um, bicycle ride, right? Like even if you're not participating in that, give them the space, right? Mm-hmm. You may not be the school bus driver, you may not be the kid. Give them the space, um, give them the time. 
um, slow down, plan ahead. Um, but basically, the state statute covers that if you're if you're um, uh, meeting or overtaking from either direction any stopped school bus, um, that you you shall stop before reaching that school bus when there is an operation of the flashing red lights, um, and uh, uh, you're not going to you're not you shall not proceed until that school bus resumes motion, or the flashing red lights are no longer actuated, and uh, you know Deputy Hill touched on it. You know the the flashing yellow lights. You know that's your warning. You know start slowing down, but. Um, really, if there's a piece of advice that I could give you in terms of um, a school bus, it's be aware that the school bus is in front of you or mm-hmm. if it's coming. I mean, I, I, my hope is that everyone is, is paying full attention anytime they're behind the wheel of a vehicle um, simply because of the speed and size. Regardless of what vehicle you're in, you're in a giant moving... <laughs> Chunk of metal. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, but I'm also, you know... I won't sit here and say that I, I uh, would expect that. I would hope for it, but it's just not a realistic expectation that everyone's going to be paying full attention all the time. And we see that because traffic accidents occur, right? Um, but my hope would be that, you know, any time that you're, you're, you're behind the wheel, you're paying attention, but you see a school bus, you see a, a, a stop tow truck, you see a... Um, uh, a law enforcement ambulance, fire truck, anyone that's stopped with flashing lights, pay the pay attention and and and, and slow down. Come to a stop if it's a school bus. Um, and you know, I, I I mentioned this last time as well. I just want to say it again that uh, that's you know state law. Uh, we're talking about state laws here, things that you are required to do. Um, but I had mentioned last time as well that when we're talking about folks that are just stopped on the side of the road changing a flat tire. They've got a, they've got a family too, right? And it yeah. may be the minivan that's on the side of the road with a flat tire. Move over, slow down, give them the time of day. Yeah, you know be that's that's the that's yeah. the right. I mean, if I may say so, that's kind of the Wyoming way, right? That's mm-hmm. that's the courteous way. Um, so really, you know, it, it this this the school bus it does carry a four hundred fifty dollar fine. Um, it's steep, it is, and in my opinion, as it should be. Uh, you know, I mean, this is something that even if uh, you know. I, I want to have confidence in my own driving skills and tell that's something I do for basically everything. <laughs> right. But if for some reason that ever happened to me, I would sure hope that that fine um, would be, you know, put on that citation that I would yep. get as well. I mean, it, 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 pay attention. I mean, it's for the kids. Uh, that's and exactly. there's, I don't think there's the anything kids. more important than right. that. Right? Our future I mean, right, right there. Yeah. It's our future. Um, so, you know. And it, the statute does have a secondary section that's that's important to touch on. That you know, if 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 um, the identity of the driver that violates the sub the first subsection is unknown, then actually the registered owner of that vehicle um, can get a one hundred and ninety five dollar fine. Um, and we spoke about this last year, and and I think it was important to touch on because the example I used was, um, you know, we have 16, 17 year olds that are starting to drive. Um, take the time, teach them right, yep. <laughs> you know, because uh, ultimately um, I, I doubt anyone would want to say, yeah, that was my son or daughter driving, right? Uh, there's a level of accountability that I hope is is there. But again, I don't know that that's an entirely realistic expectation all the time. doesn't mean that no one's getting a ticket because the registered owner can still get that $195 citation if whoever's behind the wheel can't be identified because it's ultimately your vehicle and your responsibility. So, All right, folks, you heard it right there. $195 and $450. Just don't pass stop school buses. Pretty simple. Deputy Hill, Under Sheriff, I want to thank you both so much for coming in this morning. Thank, thank you, you gentlemen. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it. All right, you've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM.
Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Sheridan County High School Rodeo Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Mossholder's Design Center is here to help you create a space that you'll love. If you're relocating, remodeling, or just refreshing your home, Mossholder's talented design team can help you through the process. With free in-home consultations, Mossholder's will be able to find the furniture and finishing touches that work best with your space, your lifestyle, and your budget. So if you want to change the look of just one room or furnish an entire home, Mossholder's designers can get it done. Mossholder's, furniture is our passion. Do you own that house? You know, the one with the holes in the front door, disintegrating window sills, paint coming off in sheets, and weeds as high as a roof. The one house that everybody in the neighborhood knows. Do you want to just walk away, but you can't afford to without some money in your pocket? Well, Wild Renovation is perfect for you. They'll make you a cash offer for your home, no matter the condition or how rough it is. Find them on Facebook or at wildrenovation.com. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Buy, sell, trade, or just look. The Upton Gun Club Gun Show fundraiser is Saturday, August 26th and Sunday the 27th at the Upton, Wyoming Community Center. You'll find guns, archery, knives, hunting items, and reloading supplies. They're even selling lunch. Admission is $5. Accompanied children under 12 are free. No loaded firearms allowed. All applicable state and federal laws will be observed. The Upton Gun Club Gun Show, sponsored in part by the Weston County Travel Commission. Head over to SheridanMedia.com for the ultimate online auction experience. Discover unbeatable deals on hot buys going on right now. Local retailers offer must-have items starting at half off of retail value. From dining certificates to beauty, automotive, and more, bid your way to incredible savings. Just go to SheridanMedia.com's homepage and click on the Hot Buys banner to join the bidding frenzy right now and ending at 8 p.m. Don't miss out on the hottest deals in town only at SheridanMedia.com. Get ready to bid, win, and save. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE.